Oh, <laughs> 
The show is Flat Black Plastic. You're listening to it on MutinyRadio.fm. Keep on listening. Wanda Coleman was born and raised in Los Angeles. She's given over 180 public readings and can be heard on Freeway Records, Spoken Word Trilogy, Voices of the Angels, English as a Second Language, and Neighborhood Rhythms. She's been a barmaid, a welfare mother, a waitress, a magazine editor, a, a medical transcriber, and other things. She scored a literary fellowship from the National Endowment for the Arts in 1981, and right now she's on a Guggenheim Fellowship in Poetry. Please welcome Wanda Coleman. Steam rises over my nose Against this night Cold empty room as wide as my throat Eases, flows River a mocha memory from Aunt Aura's kitchen She made it in the Big Ten percolator and poured the brew into thick, white, fist-sized mugs and put lots of sugar and milk in it for me and the other kids who loved it better than chocolate. And the neighbor woman used to tell her and us it wasn't good for young colored children to drink. It made you get blacker and blacker. This is a series of six poems. I call this a jump rope sociology. You know, you jump, you jump rope to them. And they're traditional rhythms. 
and I call them nigger rhythm rhymes from the blues part of town. Sweet daddy long dick tried to make me turn a trick. I turned him in, he's doing 10. Now ain't I slick? <laughs> Johnny, Johnny loved me so. He said he'd never let me go. He said he'd always be my man. He said he'd always As understand. Many of you no doubt I know. called him fucking up on me. This the is doctor a very said I had VD. Special I and historic with night. A knife. Now I'm doing five to life. In the history of show business. <laughs> and in the almost legendary life Martha of Martha went to church on Sunday. His final nightclub performance. On Monday. Sold a little dope on Tuesday. I have seen, and many of you have seen, Wednesday. Dick Gregory. Smoked a little grass on Thursday. A decade and a half ago, opened the nightclub doors for so many of his fellow comedians. And now tonight, after this performance, he closes that door behind himself. And I think that a telegram from another close friend, Steve Jaffe, says it very well. No man has given more ask less or been more needed. A decade and a half of wit, insight, knowledge, and entertainment was your gift to us. As you go on to other service, we thank you and dedicate ourselves to returning your gifts in kind to your chosen beneficiary, mankind. And so tonight, August 5th at 12.11, here at Paul's Mall, United Artists proudly presents the one and only Dick Gregory. Hey, we'd like to say thank you very much, and uh, I really picked a good time to quit nightclubs, and you probably won't miss me at all, because with all them clowns in the White House, they'll keep you laughing for years to come. That's nice to be in Boston. I, uh, this is a nice place to, uh, Boston, Massachusetts, to close out a, uh, a social phase of my career because uh, do you realize you folks in Boston, Massachusetts you, this was, you was the only state in the union that voted for McGovern? <laughs> you realize you have the distinction of saying to the other 49 states, we told you. <laughs> of course I guess black folks was pretty cool too because he didn't win Washington D.C. And it was more important for him to win Washington, D.C. than the state of Massachusetts. <laughs> 
Thank you. 
Well, not since the dawn of motoring has this sound been heard near the fabled rock of Gibraltar. An enlightened governor, Sir Reginald Buller Cowley, initiated the first Grand Prix du Rock in 1906. But perhaps his enthusiasm overrode his sense of the practical since in the very first lap, D'Ambrosio on the 750 horsepower 22.1 liter three-cylinder Bolzano, hot favorite in the voiturette class, missed the corner near the Methodist Chapel and motored gently into the water. He was soon joined by some of the competitors in the larger cars, Walter Freeston, later Lord Gunnett, on the Doubleday Squires, Capolavoro on the 73-liter La Merveilleuse, Farn Schlitzenberg to Braunhof on the little 42-liter Valhalla, Prince Pazzo Delazillo on the quaint S-A-A-E-C-V-B, standing for Société Anonyme des Anciens Établissements des Constructeurs de Voitures en Bois, with its revolutionary wooden engine, and the Duke of Hesse plus Hesse driving as a passenger with his chauffeur at the wheel and a masked lady by his side in the 100-liter Pomeraner. The only other competitor left in the race, Roger Knut, was disqualified for soliciting aid in pushing his 1,000-horsepower Navajo mobile, built incidentally in Tucson, after his engine stalled as he swerved to avoid a monkey which had strayed from the rock to watch the race. There was no outright winner on this occasion, and the harbor could not be used for shipping until the autumn of 1909. Students of history will know that British foreign policy inclined to be conciliatory during the period in which the hulks of racing cars blocked the harbor, but that with the raising of the Pomeraner, which later became the sloop HMS Incorrigible, the British got tough again. Sir Reginald Bullock Cowley wrote his memoirs in prison, One Man's Folly, which is, of course, as everyone knows, a classic of automobilia. Now, over half a century later, another enlightened governor, Lord Weeps of Sebring, has dared to reconstitute this grand approve, and a romantic setting it is indeed for a wraith. The rock itself, gaunt sentinel guarding the secrets of bygone ages, stands a silent and reluctant witness to the animated scene below. Where Moor and Christian once crossed swords, now a more civilized battle is waged, and the warm southern air is filled with the fragrance of dates wafted across from the Afric shore, mingling subtly with the no less fragrant odors of rosemary, wild thyme, lavender, and gasoline.
Folks, this is a flat black plastic show on mutinyradio.fm. My baby don't have to worry. She don't have to rob and steal. Something. I want to tell you about my baby. I'm going to tell you about I'm going to tell you about my baby every time she walks.
shoulder I want to keep my place in the old world I'll keep my place in the arcane Cause I still have parents And I still love the old world Alright I say old world I say old world I say Well I see the 50s apartment house Bleak in the morning sun But I still love the 50s And I still love the old world I wanna keep my place in the old world I keep my place in the arcane Cause I still parents And I still love the old world
we've been invited to the premiere of Purple Rain. <laughs> well, I hope some eavesdrop on you for all the icicles you... Right now, I'm shaving. I don't shave my legs. I don't shave under my arms. I shave the ingrown brain cells off my brain. As you get older, your brain, which is like having two of you, as you get older, when you were younger, it was a friend to play with, then the co-writer of all your material. As you get older, the brain becomes a psychiatrist to help shovel handle the invariable load. Drinking is medicine. Every hangover has its memories that have to be analyzed all day in bed. It takes supreme effort to affect any personality changes. Unvariable load as you get older, the brain. And every step forward toward is like a mentally retarded teenager learning to drink from a cup again. Miles of cars and rush hour traffic line my soul. And every glance I cast reels in a fish of infidelity. Thanks. I don't know. I sure am glad all this stuff is coming out about them bugging folks' phone and mugging folks and stealing stuff. Yeah, that's right. I'm glad it's coming out. I, uh, <clears throat> I was on television. And I tried to explain on this show, it's a talk show, you know, that I don't know why the government bugged my phone, right? Oh, this cat got upset. Said, Mr. Gregory, I had to fire you to come on nationwide television, accuse the United States government of bugging your phone. What evidence do you have? Say, evidence is my phone. He said, in order to accuse the United States government of bugging your phone, you have to have concrete evidence. When did you find out your phone was bugged? I said, one night, I got ready to call my brother and picked up the phone. He was already on the line. <laughs> and he ain't got no telephone. No, the cat told me that's not enough evidence to accuse the United States government of bugging your phone on nationwide television. You have to have concrete evidence. Now, how do you know your phone's bugged? I said, I know my phone's bugged. Anytime a black cat in America can own Bell Telephone $12,000 and they don't cut the phone off, <laughs> it's tapped. <laughs> Y'all see them letters I get from the phone company once a month. Dear Mr. Gregory, y'all care to pay anything on the bill this year? <laughs> Every government agency bugs my phone. Every government agency bugs my phone. CIA, the FBI, Army Intelligence, the state of Illinois, the city of Chicago. I even got a local peon sheriff deputies running around my bushes with tape recorders. <laughs> had a cat came by my house when they said, hey man, you got bushes look just like feet. <laughs> I said, I got some bushes I'm gonna cut one day too. <laughs> I don't understand why all these government agencies bug my phone. I don't know nothing. I'm not into nothing. Man, I'm so out of it. Sometimes I pick up the phone and ask the cat down the basement on tap. Anything going on tonight? <laughs> it really upsets my lawyers. They want to go to federal court and get an injunction to get the time. Man, leave it on. Anytime somebody's bugging your phone and you know they're bugging it, you can have more fun with them than they can have with you. <laughs> After this show is over, I'm going to the hotel and call my wife. When she pick up the phone, I'm read the alphabets off to her backwards. <laughs> it might sound funny to you. They'd be up all night trying to crack that code. <laughs> I like preserve. Oh, nuts.
Okay, your serve. One here. Oh, you serve, excuse me. Right. One all. One, two. One, three. Four. Your serve. Four, two.
long neck downward and look far below. Hmm, there's Chi-Chi and there's Jabo. Oh, how tiny they look. So childish. Why, they're just midgets. Guess I'll go look for some new friends. Big ones. They'll be much Flat Black Classic is a show on MutinyRadio.fm Coming to you from the sunny Mission District the corner of 21st in Florida Keep on listening Oh, my God. 
throughout all this, one man has been going ahead very steadily, Girling Foss. And we're here in the British pit, and Girling's just floated in, drifted in. Uh, how, how's the race going, Girling? Well, uh, the Orgini's been shedding oil on the road, of course, making driving a bit dodgy. I wish he'd lost the oil in the water, because it's coming up quite rough now, and the... The Germans are so low, you see, they get under the waves. They've got a great deal of submarine experience, of course, behind them, and it, I suppose it's helped. But I've got to time that water splash very carefully now, especially as there's a couple of fishing boats sheltering there, you know. The weather's coming up very nasty, and you've somehow got to get in between them. <clears throat> Have you seen anything on your last lap? Yes, well, I bet uh, Outbow's hopping mad, you know, since uh, Von Grips got involved in the nets down there. He got... Uh, got just a little bit too close to one of the fishing boats and he's down there now uh, and of course uh, in that position he's in it's very difficult for him to do anything about it he can't move the fishermen are helping and that automatically disqualifies him anyway because he must not accept help of that kind uh, Fandango's in trouble too oh really we didn't know that yes um, down in the S's he took the escape road and crossed the Spanish frontier of course he hasn't got a passport on him they want to travel as light as possible and those I can tell you from experience those boys can be nasty if you haven't got your passport well it may be two or three days before he's free how's our own Bill Dill uh, he hasn't come round again we've been waiting for him well Bill Dill did very well but um, he stripped a gear in the tunnel and as he's only got one gear I'm afraid he's out well now uh, Girling, let's talk about you. You're you're very modest. Uh, well, we're British, you know. We don't much like to talk about ourselves. I'll talk about anybody else. Uh, but you're you're the only one. You must be the only one left in the race. Well, you know that's the luck of the game. I'm. Uh, oh, do you know my mechanic, Alf Martin? Here he comes. Uh, what's that smell, Alf? Oh, sorry, Girling. We've got a lobster in the air scoop. It's broiled by now. It's uh, delicious. <laughs> but the car's pranged, I'm afraid. Well, can we get it ready in time for Monza? Well, the lobster's ready now. Well, with Girling fast out of the race, the, the last element of excitement has drained away and a strange stillness has settled over the course as the restless crowd begins slowly to disperse, unwilling to believe that there is to be no result. The only smiling faces are those of the bookmakers who will be leaving for Tangier on the next boat. Well, the spirit of 1906 still evidently pervades this hardest of all Grand Prix. Will any combination of car and driver be able to break the jinx next year and finish? Who can tell what still lies wrapped in the unfathomable womb of time? Men and automobiles are transitory. Only the rock, gaunt sentinel guarding the secrets of bygone ages, uh, as I find I said before, will bear its silent testimony before history and know forever what no man knows today. This has been Barrett Sparks and uh, Roland Thaxter reporting on the second Grand Prix du Rock. Reproduction of all or part of this commentary is expressly forbidden. Thank you.
called an asshole, not like you. survival on the streets is hard and sometimes you have someone to teach you and sometimes you don't lessons never get into the car with more than one man play dumb if met with resistance act a nigger Lie with your body. Back it up with your eyes. Pretend great hurt, but don't cry. Get high, but never unaware. Smile even if you can't stand it. 
tell him how good it feels. Fake satisfaction. Do not go into the pocket until he reaches the third level of sleep. <laughs> Never go back to the crime scene. Imperial Highway exit home. Eight years ago, down the south end, Bloodsaw's Barbershop and Jack in the Box Burger Stop, so I'm back again. And don't remember what used to be on the northeast Main Street corner. It's gas and service now. And on the corner of 112th and San Pedro Streets, <coughs> I went to junior high in the early 60s. I watched traffic struggle westward under the warm, cloudless July sky, the dog ambling slowly <coughs> along the old railroad tracks. No train has traveled this way in decades. I watched the little black girls go into the old corner market 25 years ago. I watched their eager hands out of and I feel their pleasure as the old Chinese mama pushes the giant deals from the barrel and places them in thin tissue wrappers. I watch them leave the store, peel back the paper, the brine dripping to the sidewalk. They struggle to consume the salty street. Struggle.
Flat, flat Black Plastic is a show you've been listening to on the world-famous MutinyRadio.fm. Keep coming back. See ya. things in life, who scream at nothing and everything at the same time, who dance till sunup, who cause the sun to set again with irreverent bow, who rival the moon with gravitational force, who leave rooms feeling empty and earthquake struck, who don't give a fuck, who make, who do, who dream out loud and laugh like maniacs, who draw shock and awe on faces graced with watching, who create from the soul of an orgasm, who swagger even alone in the shower, who fight with passion and love with passion and are passion, who catapult over cliffs in the name of revolution, who would rather die than fall in line to conform, who constantly challenge the norm, who greet each and every day as if just born, I say to you, I know your greatness, the way a suicide jumper knows weightless just before the impact, and in fact, I know it best when I say to you, I love you. The Night Space brings you high time story time every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. Listen to San Francisco's finest underground comedians read crazy stories written by me, Arden, on The Night Space. The Night Space, featuring high time story time every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. High Time Story Time, Volume 1, now available on Amazon.com for Kindle and electronic download. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground Comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere fun. $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I used to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Yeah. 
Hey everybody out there in Mutiny Radio Land, thanks for listening. You were just tuned in to Flat Black Plastic, the best show on mutinyradio.fm. If you haven't listened to it, what's wrong with you? You should be listening to it right now, coming up at 2 o'clock. It's Friends with Jennifits. It's going to be a special old Friends with Jennifits as she is in Europe with her mother. How lovely is that? 